I'm Dave Lawrence, and this is the Town and Gown Podcast from Albion College. Town and Gown is a podcast about building the 21st century campus and community through the liberal arts. This week's episode features Reverend Donald Phillips, faith leader at Lewis Chapel AME Church in Albion, and now the acting chaplain of Albion College. Reverend Phillips served as the faith community liaison for the college last semester, and he's a spiritual leader in the community. Reverend Phillips talks about his transitioning roles, guiding college students, and signs of hope in the Albion community. Enjoy this conversation with Reverend Phillips. How, how did this whole process begin between you and the college um, doing this, this community or this spiritual leadership for the college? Well, I believe it began uh, last summer. I had a chance to talk with uh, Dr. Ditzler about uh, just community involvement and community engagement. Um, and he also you know, wanted to pick my brain and some other uh, relig- religious life, you know, folks, pastors and ministers about you know, what is it that we see as far as to better engage students, better engage the campus? What are some things that we know about that, uh, that seem to work in, in, in where we are? Uh, and so one acknowledged and saw that there was a desire to uh, improve and, and, and enhance uh, spiritual life here at Albion College, but also improve and enhance the relationship with the community. So that's where it began uh, in those conversations. And as we move forward, um, even him recognizing that you know being a full-time pastor and being a, f- a father at that time to four with one on the way um, that I didn't have a lot of extra time uh, but as we continue the dialogue there was a sense that you know maybe there's a way that we can uh, partner in a more direct way uh, and with you know already, already the connection with the college uh, through um, members of our church who have been involved with the college uh, through my wife who's an alum and even myself, having spoke on campus before and, and engaged, it seemed like it would be a good fit in that community liaison role. Uh, even with being the president of the ministerial association, it was a good uh, fit to kind of know, hearing what's happening at the college, but also being able to mesh that and connect that to what's happening in the community. How did your own um, relationship with Albion begin? Yeah, I mean, you, you've been here about 10 years or so. Correct, How did yes. that start? Uh, it started in 2005. I'm a part of a, a Methodist tradition church, and so in the Methodist church, the pastors are assigned to a church. And so in 2005, I got a phone call from uh, Bishop Philip uh, Robert Cousin, who was my bishop, and uh, he gave me a phone call. I remember probably on a Wednesday or a Thursday and said, Reverend Phillips, I need you to be in Albion on Sunday. And that was in October of 2005. And uh, so that was my first introduction to Albion as a community. I had never, uh, you know, really been in the city in that way. had not even visited the AME Church here prior to that. I was just coming out of a seminary in in Georgia. Uh, And so that was, you know, kind of diving headfirst in. Um, And when it came to Lewis Chapel AME Church in Albion, uh, they have a, a parsonage, a place for me to stay. And so I was able to live in the community and not commute. Many pastors, they commute from wherever they live, and I was at that point in Southfield, Michigan, so didn't have to commute, um, was able to live here, and, as, and it became a part of life. You know, in those 10 years, I was single when I got here, in those 10 years I got married, and, and now we have five children, and uh, you know, and just have been uh, very active and have been blessed by, by this community. So uh, that, that's, how, that's how the relationship started, was first with uh, Lewis Chapel Amy Church. 
And your, your wife, as you mentioned, is an alumna of the college, mm-hmm. and so she kind of had this connection with Albion, too. Definitely, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, um, Talia, when she was here, it was Talia Young Hamilton. Uh, she's an 04 graduate, now is, uh, now is Reverend Dr. Talia Phillips, and so she's finishing up her, her residency, um, medical residency in Coldwater, and, um, and also there in a time is ordained ordained minister as well and so she's always espoused her love for Albion College and, and the time that she's had here so there's always been that connection to know that um, this place is really special and I often would joke with folks saying that you know when I was on when I'm on campus I'm I'm Talia's husband uh, because everyone would ask me you know they would how is how is Talia doing how is how are things going with her and so she really had a great time here and also had an impact as well um, and so that that really helped as well, my, my own uh, love for the college as well. Mm-hmm. Well, in your role, what, what kind of conversations are you having with students, or what kind of help are you, are you bringing for them? Because um, it, it's been a pretty tumultuous year on campus mm-hmm. for, for some of the students, and, and so I imagine you've, you've had some role in that. Yes, I mean, you know, coming in, one of my first uh, activities was really to put myself in position to meet students, and so uh, being at uh, meetings like smooth transition meetings, uh, to meet uh, mentors uh, and students as well. Been at different staff meetings to meet some more of the uh, staff on campus because many folks said they didn't know, they heard there was a, uh, you know, someone on campus, uh, and, but they didn't know, they were expecting me to be much older. You know, usually their idea of somebody who either would be a liaison or would be in the chaplaincy would be somebody much older. So uh, I've had great conversations in that way. And also, uh, you mentioned early on, a lot of the uh, issues that were going on, especially cultural issues that were happening. And so I was able to be a sounding board to students, to be able to have a place to share and to process and uh, even sometimes to challenge, you know, to challenge uh, their thoughts and, and the process, that, how you should go about a process. And uh, so that, that's been very fruitful. Also meeting with the various uh, campus uh, ministries and campus organizations. So being able to talk to you know, advisor for Hillel and uh, InterVarsity and uh, Chapel and crew and various groups to be able to kind of let them know that I'm here and I'm here to assist and support. And so now as this position changed and it's crossed over into the role of the chaplain, um, even more so than trying to be involved in, and let folks know that I'm here as a resource and as a help. Um, and my background with the community really helps as well because it can help students know that there's, there's, more, there's more than just life on campus, but there's a vibrant life happening in the community and there's ways for them to be engaged uh, socially, um, you know, spiritually, economically, politically, there's ways to be engaged uh, in the broader community too. Mm-hmm. You have this job, but then you have a whole other job that you've been doing for 10 years now as, right. as, as, um, as faith leader. Um, what, how do you balance those two? How, are you, how is that balance going with, with this, your community work and your college right. work? I think, I mean, the balance is always, that's always the challenge is the balancing act. Uh, you know, primarily as, again, when I came here, I was single, you know, so I was a full-time pastor, a single, and now I'm, I'm married with children. And so even in that, you know, the balance, the priorities. Uh, so I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you have your faith first and then your family and then uh, the ministry you're dealing with and the, and the community at large, it, it goes in that order. And so that's always a challenge, especially when you have meetings to go to, church meetings. I served on the uh, school board for four and a half years, and so you have school board meetings. 
And then as my children get older, you have the children saying they've had events, you know, taking them on a personal chauffeur to basketball or soccer or, or baseball or whatever different practices they have, a ballet. And so uh, really trying to balance those um, has, has been a challenge, but uh, a lot of prayer and, and really talking with my wife and trying to make you know, do a teamwork approach to how we do it. So You're a busy guy. Yes, yes, yep. <laughs> you know, so... There definitely the sense. I mean, I've known for some time that uh, the calling on my life is is one that is bigger than just um, you know just the local pastorate. Uh, and so you know, when opportunities to serve on the school board, I wasn't looking for it, but it found me. And so serving on the school board and working with the other clergy uh, in town and uh, important aspect of fellowship and building relationships with other other faith backgrounds and experiences. And even when I was in seminary. I was a youth pastor, young adult pastor, so I did campus ministry as a volunteer with the university um, at, at several schools in the Atlanta area. And so we, I've always had a heart for young adults because it's such a developmental stage. You know, you're on your own, you're deciding what you want to do, no one's telling you to get up. Uh, and you can decide, you know, if you want to go to class every day or try to, or try to make it work some other way. And so you learn, you learn that process. So uh, it's very important the folks who are speaking in your life and helping you uh, come to understanding of who you are in that time. So um, myself and my wife, we feel like this is a very uh, pivotal uh, time in college, a very pivotal time in people's lives and development. Mm -hmm. It's also a pivotal time in the college's relationship with the community because we're, we're trying to rebuild some of the, the close-knit relationships we've had, build some bridges back, things like that. What, what have you thought as you've watched this unfold about the college getting more involved in the community? I think it's been a wonderful development. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's not a new endeavor. I know it goes through seasons. I know when I came here, uh, Dr. Peter Mitchell was getting ready to transition out and I was able to hear about much of the work that was done there with uh, kids and stuff downtown, with work, work of his wife and, and other ventures that they had to really connect with the community. And I think as the college has gone through different seasons, whether uh, being a focus on uh, student enrollment or a focus on uh, educational opportunities, uh, and now there's this sense of, of connectedness to the community that uh, what happens at Albion College impacts Albion, the community, and vice versa. And so with that understanding, it's been a wonderful, uh, wonderful to see how that has begun to play out, uh, whether it be, again, things like seeing the BOEM and the support that students give, uh, volunteerism at uh, uh, AIM, Albion and Faith Ministries that deals with food and, and, and clothing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a wonderful growth. I was at a meeting a couple months ago and they were talking about strategic planning and uh, what are some of the things that we can look at differently and at Alvin College in the community. And so it was good to hear that every group had some wanted to connect to the community in some way. Uh, so to know that it's, it's very, it needs to be intentional. You know, how do we use spaces? How do we uh, support each other? Uh, Albion Fellows, you know, how do we make sure that uh, the college is also offering a, a support to, to students right here uh, locally? Uh, it's, it's a, a point of pride uh, and the joy to be able to tell folks who visit Albion, you know, that Dr. Martin Luther King, he spoke at the chapel, you know, and other great leaders, uh, Julian Bond and other folks have come and, and spoken and shared uh, to this community. Uh, and so to know that we've had such a rich history and folks who have uh, shared a vision of unity, shared a vision of, of connectedness, and now to see it unfolding in a greater way is, is, is exciting. So I'm, I'm glad to be here in this season. 
uh, as, as that begins to uh, unfold. What's giving you hope these days? You've seen a lot of changes in the past 10 years that you've been here, but what's kind of like a good example of the kind of thing that you're talking about? Mm. Uh, what gives me hope uh, is that a strong vision and strong leadership gives me hope. Uh, as a chaplain, you know, the Bible is a big reference, and there's a scripture that says that without a vision, the people perish, all right? And then when there is no vision, people cast off restraint. And so one is, is I, I'm, I'm very hopeful in, in what I've seen thus far as the vision of, of Dr. Ditzler and the leadership team. Again, be very intentional about community involvement and, and how to engage students in a new way. Um, you mentioned some of the challenges that took place with students around, even around race and, and ethnicity and, and economic issues. And to hear that, you know, instead of there being the need for a protest in the sit-in, that uh, Dr. Dissler went and sat down and listened to students, you know, and to, and to hear them share, and was willing to make some real uh, efforts to transform uh, the culture, transform uh, the school to, to meet those needs. That gives me hope, uh, to know that, that people are, are still willing to listen and, and work together. Uh, and that, you know, the less time we spend shouting at each other, and the more time we spend listening to each other and really understanding people's heart, where they're coming from, and trying to work to uh, common ground, that's, a very, that's extremely hopeful to me. Thanks to Reverend Phillips for chatting with me, and thank you for listening. You can email your comments or questions to communications at albion.edu and view show notes for this episode at albioncollege.fm. You can also leave us a rating on iTunes, and that'll help other people find the show. I'm Dave Lawrence, and this is the Town & Gown Podcast.